and welcome to another short. How are you doing, Jamie? Yeah, not bad, mate. It's miserable, hence why I thought you'd change position from Bubba Recordings, because you will not see me. I'll be a silhouette in the dark, which genuinely happened to me on an interview, by the way. Someone on an interview was like fading into the dark and I was like, you can't turn the light on and it didn't turn the light on. And this is quite awkward. Um, how are you? Um, I'm all right. I'm not too bad. I'm, uh, it is very miserable. It's very wet. Um, I'm having Mac slash Microsoft slash everything issues um, because of, uh, you've probably seen the job role change. But yeah, you know, when everything you've known is all organised and how you yes. want it. And now suddenly it's not. And I feel a little bit like, ah, I need everything back to at least my, my you know, stupid things like my my desktop sorted and everything like that. So, yeah, but now I've got Teams installed and everything's coming together. So, yeah, I feel a bit more organised, not that much more organised. So, yeah. <laughs> um, Today we are covering a favourite subject of mine because it does come into the tech sphere. I'm going to claim that. Film. Yeah. Film, intangible or tangible link, I guess, would be the phrase. There, there is, there is, there is a subtle one, I feel, that we will bring into the world of what we've discussed in previous ones. So there's a, I think there's a kind of an undercurrent for a few of them um, that people will probably pick up on. Um, I'm, I'm definitely going to probably show how much of a nerd I am at this level, because um, I will take us for a brief history of film um very brief again this is showing some of the techie side of it people wouldn't consider so my first question to you darren what is the first ever film first ever film as in someone paid to see no or... just the first ever film made and oh. film has a sort of loose meaning in what you class as a film well i was gonna say and this is the thing <clears throat> also can i say i am not a film buff like you and and have never studied it no, so, this is gonna be the fun this is this the fun is of it. one-sided you know this is my question i can't wait to see what you come out with actually well i did do a film degree um is what i should say as well so when i say about film as a loose meaning basically we we had to watch series of what whether or not something is classed as a documentary and they'd show right. lots of things and they go, is that a documentary? And one of them was just a cow eating grass. <laughs> and we're like, no. And he goes, well, does it document something happening? Yeah. Is it film? Yeah. It's a documentary film. Then it was one was a tap dripping. Someone turning the tap and then dripping. And then one was, I'm not joking, someone in a room beginning to um, pleasure themselves. This is in a uni room. Yeah, we were adults, obviously, but yeah, that was surreal. Um, and we had to classify whether that was documentary um, or not. So I've got a bit of background in film. Um, and interestingly, I'm not going to ever reveal the name of it, um, but a film of mine was shown at a German film festival. That is pretty cool. As that a claim to name. Yeah, and I've, I've got evidence, if anyone does call me out on it, I have got evidence. Um, but yeah. So the first ever film, though, Darren, no idea you know and 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 when we're saying film are we saying photographs stitched together or are we saying technical recording of something? actual record like sort of film have you got the year as well yeah is it on the prod sheet yeah so we'll know because your eyes will deviate so we'll know immediately whether or not you've looked at it 
Uh, are you going to tell Co-pilot me? Co-pilot can't that... help me now. <laughs> Co- no, it can't. Co-pilot cannot help me now. Go on, enlighten me. Right, this one I did have to check because there's there's disputes. I'm looking, so I've got to read it to make sure I get it right. It's called Lewis Leprince Round Hay Garden Scene. And this was recorded in Leeds, so England, yep, in 1888. It's approximately two seconds long and shows some of his family walking in the garden. That's crazy. 1888, did you say? Yeah. I would have not thought it had gone back that. That's crazy. Yes. So then this is the next one that might surprise you as well. First film in colour. In colour. <clears throat> well, do you want me to go year? or do you, I'm not going to know yeah. the film. Go on, go year then. What are you going year? Well, the thing is, you've got like the Laurel and Hardys, but that is that feels like even earlier. You've gone 18, 18 that's mental. Like, uh, in colour, it's got to be like... 1930s, I don't know. 1908. That's what? In yeah. colour? Yep. Trip, a visit to the seaside, and it's um, Kinnam colour. So it's a process that was revolutionary that then did start to lead. But that that one blew my mind, if I, even I'm honest, because I remember films like Citizen Kane, and that's 1939, which is black and white. That's regarded one of the greatest films of all time, and is regarded as one that... Um, set the tone for films now there's shots that were done in that film that people reuse now because of how advanced it was and that wasn't even in color so yeah it shows you then the final little quiz one this one is the one that i'm excited about um do not look you tr- do not look. i'm not looking first, I'm looking. i can't stop first, first film to use cg cgi oh, and year go for year let's see See, part of me would go with like a Star Wars film or a Star Trek film, right? Which would be logical. Which is kind of logical because they would push that boundary. But I got a feeling that before Lucas, there was like a genre of film, horror, and 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 that kind of thing that they would use. But would you deem it CGI or would it be like stage set building? Oh, that's a tough question. And the thing is, it, it's going to be the 40s then, or, or early, late 1930s, where they stepped. No, no. This is this again, because it's the gaps, 1958. And, that's a massive gap. Yeah, and this is a two-pronged one, though. This is like a little sort of bonus point one, if you'd got it. So it was 1958, which is Vertigo, Alfred Hitchcock classic. So kind of a bit of a not horror, but a bit of a dark thriller with James Stewart. Um, and it's the credits that use CGI. No way. Yeah. But the official like live action one is Westworld 1973, which has now obviously been made into a big TV show. That's got yeah. lots of stuff. So there you go. And then a little number little tidbit as well in terms of the journey uh, of that is Westworld, I think, is now written by Christopher Nolan's brother. There you go. I I've just got ridiculous. It's like Rain Man, a film. Um, yeah. But this moves nicely into then your first ever film experience. My first ever film experience. <clears throat> what at the cinema? Like proper. Uh, anything, anything. Like one that you vividly remember, like watching. Um, there's a few. I remember going to the cinema to see. 
very very cold mid-december with family friends to see muppets christmas carol as a kid <laughs> and we still bust it out this even now right like uh, it it'll be on the bowling tv um on the bowling tv um over christmas muppets christmas carol classic um the other one which was a strange one that we rented was a film called the sandlot kids you ever seen that? No, that, that sounds like it could be wrong. <laughs> no, no. So, yeah, so it's about, um, I th- it's got a Babe Ruth-esque, like, story woven. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Googling it now. I'm not looking at a prod sheet. So, yeah, that's probably my first experience of, um, of that. I distinctly remember my dad, when we went to the cinema, trying not to buy any of the expensive sweets, popcorn or, or anything. Yeah, I guess it would have been. Yeah, it would have been back then. See, mine's Home Alone, 1990. Home Alone, yeah. Christmas, yeah. like around Christmas, I'm a Christmas baby. Like, so, like, um, my birthday trip out, the old um, ABC cinema before Cineworld. That's right, and you had to right. queue up. So we're referencing Luton now. You yeah. couldn't queue up inside because the building was so old. Um, there was no foyer, barely a foyer to actually be able to stand in. So you had to stand outside the cinema and queue up all the way around up a hill. Yeah, 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 exactly that. And it's bang opposite McDonald's. Oh, That's right. So you get and then you get some sweets and Home Alone 2, Wayne's World and Jurassic Park are kind of my main cinema. Jurassic Park. I'd say first film, film though, I do vividly, I do remember it. There's two, Teenage Mutant Heroes Ninja Turtles live action. And I remember watching that on VHS, there you go. Um, and uh, proper classic, E.T. E.T. Now I'm going to name someone, not not name, and this is probably not fair, but they'll know when they listen to this, they'll probably message me and I'll know if they've heard it. There's a friend of mine, you know him as well, this is mental for listeners, has not seen E.T., The Goonies, Jaws, any of the Indiana Jones films, no Star Wars or Rocky. I asked him, did he have a childhood? Did he have a childhood? I mean, that is, you talk about films, they are is fundamental, fundamentally my childhood. That's uh, like the 80s there. That's, that's literally everything. And he's older than me, so it's not like you'd be like, oh, he might have missed, he's older. Yeah, that, um, that in my head. Right, and then the next one, this is like a... It's a journey. Um, worst film you've ever seen? Oh, worst film I've ever seen. <clears throat> I've seen some um, terrible rom-coms in my dating days. Um, <laughs> um, uh, worst film I've ever seen. Um, that's a horrible one. Kit. I would probably go something like the breakup or something terrible like that. What like, Jennifer Aniston and Vince Vaughn? I yeah, thought was right. Wow, you're you're a harsh critic. Yeah, I am. But there's some good there's some good films with tech associated with them that always make me laugh. Um, that aren't fantastic, but always. Have you seen Kid Adulthood? Is it Kid Adulthood? Yes. And they go away, and the one of the teenagers comes and says, "Dad, what's?" behind the TV and he's like the rest of the TV because it's a CRT you know it's not a flat screen stuff like that just make gets me do you know do you know what I mean yeah, like, yeah. 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 okay um see the worst one I've ever seen oh, there's one and 
I can't avoid it. Crossroads, Britney Spears. Britney Spears. Oh, that was a shocker. I just didn't walk out of that stubbornness that I'd paid and I was a teenager and it was a lot of money when you're a teenager. <laughs> I'm going to eat my sweets. Yeah. Oh, I was fuming. It was so, so, so bad. So bad. Um, honestly, it's awful. Um, and then there's one, I can't remember the name, and I did walk out. I did actually walk out. It was like about 10 years ago and we'd got, gone to the cinema to watch something and it, I don't know, we'd got our times wrong and we've got a City World card. So we're like, oh, we've come down here. We've had a Nando's because this, <laughs> like that. And then we're like, yeah, we just went and saw one. And like, like after 15 minutes, well, I'm walking out. I just got up, just left, literally just left. I can't even remember the name. I know it was a Nickelodeon film, um, but it was like an older one. It weren't like a Kid Kids one. It's like basically about teenagers who like are going to have a party. So I thought it'd just be a silly cot. It was so, so bad. I was like, I'm walking out walking out um, I could name an actress in it but that's about it right now this is where we go into the tech area so this is the sort of thing that I wanted to talk about today that sort of goes for it because there was a film in 2018 called Unsane and I referenced this to you yesterday so this is Steven Soderbergh who yes. directed Traffic so won an Oscar it's got Claire Foy who's in The Crown for people who watch Netflix there you go and it was filmed entirely entirely on an iPhone 7 plus whole film which is insane insane i've seen it it's not a bad film actually not a bad film it's, um, it's crazy and, and you know what with all these films the animation films that that's driven that like i think back to toy story the quality of those yeah. if you look at like the toy story 4 that my youngest adores and the first toy story the first toy story when it landed was revolutionary right oh, yeah it blew people's minds once the zinc did because they had like made it look like real hair and stuff there's yeah. all that journey and that and yeah and that's the sort of thing like are we gonna get to the point where literally people are just recording stuff on like it's more ad hoc do you know what i mean like is it like because you reference saying like you're gonna get ai to write a script do you just pick up a tablet and film and just go with it and, like, and then will ai get to the stage of being able to do cgi you get but that scenario. That's what, that was was scary with the Avatar films, right? They waited so long for that um, mm-hmm. uh, because they were waiting for, I think it was Apple, to produce a certain processor chip to be able to do the rendering of yeah. uh, the Avatars, right? So they, that one of the problems was the delay in release of the film was obtaining enough hardware to deliver that that's all like that's not an issue now right cloud is enabling that but that's also not an issue you can just throw processing power at that problem um the the other thing that got me with with that is um the ease and speed you can edit and cut and and do all of those things but i think back to when you probably did your degree and even earlier than that you probably had to pitch um, to obtain funding to do those things. I mean, um, um, we use free editing software, right? Yes, but we do. We do. the licensing fee for some seriously decent software isn't expensive either. You, you know, you're talking like a couple of you, you Starbucks coffees a, a month's worth, and you've got you've got a decent editing suite. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, it's. That's what I mean. I think where it can go is frightening. Um, and then that leads us into what all the strikes have been about, obviously, because 
actors, actresses, screenwriters, and all that have struck um, taken to strike in America. I think it's been resolved now around AI, AI likenesses, yeah. people using people's imagery. Um, and again, will you get to the point where you get studios going, oh, I don't want to deal with an actor demand. I'll just create an AI. Um, and then if we're in a world where people start to lose, because you lose touch of who celebrities are, like I don't know some of them now because I just go with more established conventions. Will you go down the route of some producer going, don't want to pay DiCaprio 50 million and have potential issues on the set. I'm just going to create an AI person, not directly like him, but, but looks like him. And then you got, you're not going into in, imagery infringement and just prompt what, how they need to act. And that's it. It, and there has been films made, I think there's a film made by AI. Have you got a question on that or not? No, actually, there you go. This is where we go. Right. You know, but you are right. It's um, it's opening a pan. And they were talking about imagery, right? So I think it was um, um, <clears throat> uh, Bruce Willis and his, the rights he has over his uh, image and, and the fact that I think someone had used it or asked for permission to use it in a film and they yes. created him right yeah, yeah. absolutely and look at the beatles we, we talk about music as well and film this is t- intangible link but they just got a number one with a a song that was that used ai to plug the gaps yeah. for, for the performance it's just you know we're not gonna there's the blurred line i understand why why the actors actresses and um screen screenwriters and etc are are concerned or you know because you the production houses can just go elsewhere right yeah but it's good in a way that they've come to agreement because this is the other thing are they like setting a precedence are they going to be ones that are now because it looks like they're getting like agreements and protection and stuff is it going to then start to make other areas go okay if they're doing it we need to start legislating or have a clear guideline or criteria or whatever they want to call it because it is going it's just everywhere like I, there's days where i do actually don't want to hear about ai there's like jimmy and just like oh, i don't need to hear about it and i go on and i'm like ai ai, AI. this is there and yeah it's a bit mental um i wonder what 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 is going to happen because touched upon it before with the Apple Vision Pro you see there's always a little seamless link but I said one of the things that is nice about films and cinema is a way of like bringing a family together and and it felt like some it feels like a mini event sometimes if you haven't been seen each other for a while you whack all whack at the film and it's just a Saturday night and you all sit yep. and watch it. it it's like a little thing and you can chat about it or if it's a comedy you're all laughing and, and that I don't know. I don't know if people go, well, AI will be able to like act, but it just feels like it's losing something, the magic of it. I don't know. Maybe I'm nostalgic on that. Um, I don't know. Well, I understand. Well, <clears throat> you're, there's two things to dissect there. The first thing was, are you saying we'll watch and consume content separately too much? I feel uh, like it will go that way, yeah. 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 And so the yeah. go. The other one is the authenticity of the actor or actress. Are you going to get um, Jackie Chan doing 16 million takes of him kicking a ping pong ball somewhere, right? That's <laughs> some of the, st- I think he, doesn't he hold like a load of world records for some strange or crazy thing? Oh, he's got some insight. But again, that, that you've such a thing like 
some of the top best things you do is when you see the outtakes of a film and like Anchorman outtakes like I love Anchorman and that, and that like again how will comedy work in AI I know it'd be intuitive but sometimes comedy is in like just in the moment like, yeah yeah and 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 the sarcasm and stuff like that like one of my favorite film series is um uh hot fuzz and sean yes. you're dead you know yes. and they are if 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 you're not from britain and even if you are from britain you might not have heard of them but it's very sarcastic tongue-in-cheek comedy yeah. you know and and that's a hard genre to to kind of how do you you'd have to feed a um, large language model all of those kind of it's probably doable do you see what I'm, that's it, 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 is. it probably is doable it um, will but where we're at now it ain't gonna be far but it's like just improv as well i don't know you just lose a bit of magic i feel um but uh this is the big one though what are your favorite films of all time we'll do it we'll limit it to three but if you're struggling we'll go with five I can't wait for this. What are your favourite films of all time? Um, so, uh, I'd have to go with. Um, can I can I get a, a two for one? Is that allowed? I don't know. Um, so I'm, like the, I'm going to have a trilogy. Is that allowed? I'll have a trilogy. I'll, I'll pick a trilogy and then I'll cover two others. So I like the Godfather trilogies. Well, okay, that surprised me. Well, that did surprise um, me. Yeah, great. Growing up, they were quite um, impactful. Um, the other two, and I don't know if you'd call it a trilogy, but um, uh, Guy Ritchie's uh, Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels okay. and, yeah. and uh, Snatch. But I also like The Gentleman, if you've seen that. I think that was really well written. Oh, Matthew McGonaghy. Yeah, yeah. That's, no, that's good. That's good. It's got some good it's actors a, in it. There's yeah. a good, good film in there and you've got, you know, some some comedic moments in there and it's actually one my wife really enjoys as well for probably other reasons other than the actual film but um i really like that and then i would probably go down the route of um for comedy it would be hot fuzz um i've had some you know stressful days and stuff and i'll put it on on the train home it's always in my downloads on my phone um, you know, you can always bust bust that. I can reference it and quote it, which is very sad. So that that, and then um, like horror wise, I like a bit of Stephen King, like um, oh, covering everything here. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. Okay. What about you? This is hard because you're a film buff, so you know. Mm, um, I'll some might surprise people because they think, oh, you're going to say you really. There's some obvious, and then there's ones they're going to think I'm going to say Shawshank Redemption or something. Love it. I know. I, that is a classic as well. It right? is. But it's like, I don't know. It's, I, I, I could watch it, but um, mine's The Dark Knight, one of them. Um, so not Batman Begins, great film, or The Dark Knight Rises, but The Dark Knight. Not just because it is brilliant, but I, you could watch a film and not think you're watching a superhero film. That is, it's a superhero. It's Batman fighting the Joker with extreme sort of like weaponry. But the Joker in that film is just insane. Like the performance, like of Heath Ledger. Um, I just, it's one of them films. And the reason why it's so good, I think, is two and a half hours long. Now to watch a two and a half hour film, lots of times, it means it's got something. And yeah, 
Um, even my wife, who hates superhero films, watched it and said, yeah, you just wouldn't even think it's superhero. Um, another one um, is Eternal Sunshine of Spotless Mind. Um, Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet, where the premise is so clever, just basically um, he has a bad breakup and he wants to forget her, but then starts to realise that actually forgetting someone that you did love is that a good thing. It's just really good. And Jim Carrey, who has done some serious films, but he's obviously known for comedic roles. That's, that's two. Um, the Green Mile, Tom Hanks. Oh, that's a classic. Yeah, he is, Annie. If that doesn't make you cry, you've got, I think you've got genuine issues. That that just, what a film. Um, Anchorman. Tom Hanks, what a legend. He's never Tom done Hanks. Yeah. 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 And airport. then the guy who. Airport, Tom, Tom Hanks, Airport, classic film. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Turn, oh, Turn. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, but Green Mile, and it's got Michael Clark Duncan, who sadly died. Little bit of trivia. There you go. This is the geek. He was he was a driller, so like drilled cement, and he was spotted by Bruce Willis, and he started Armageddon, and he became pals of Bruce Willis, and he recommended like to the, like the film production that he go for the Green Mile, and he got nominated for an Oscar for it. He's John Coffey, the one who says he's scared of the dark, and he's yeah, um, so that's free. Anchorman. It's a comedy, but it's just, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous, Anchorman. You said about quoting Hot Fires, oh my God. I went through a period where I'd actually really annoy people with my use of Anchorman quotes. Um, and the fifth one is Stranger Than Fiction. Um, and not many people would have heard of this. It's Will Ferrell and he's playing a more serious role. Um, it's got Dustin Hoffman in it. It's got Queen Latifah. It's got Maggie Gyllenhaal. Emma Thompson, so a really eclectic tar, um, cast, and it's about an insurance man. He plays an IR, IRS agent, and he starts hearing a narration of his life like it's a voice in his head, but it's narrating it as it's happening. But it turns out that Emma Thompson is actually a novelist who writes stories, and she doesn't realise what she's writing is actually happening to someone in the world. And it's just, yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. Brilliant film. And it, I'm not ashamed, it made me cry. It made me cry. Brilliant film. There you go. There you go. There's there's my top five. Um, I think this is our last geek cut for this sort of it's not series, bonus material is what we'll call it. Bonus material. Fancy. And then we're gearing up to start recording this week for series two. We are. It's manic. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, and then we'll drop in the new year. So it'll be a little bit of a gap, but hopefully that gives people a bit of respite from us. That's <laughs> how I look at it. Um, but yeah, so we, I mean, like, got a draw against Liverpool. Did we cover that? I can't remember. No, we, no, Luke, this is see, this is Luke, and we always go to what we didn't on the gaming episode because we just got caught up in gaming. I think we got too excitable, yeah. Um, but yeah, so Luton, um, amazing draw against Liverpool, which is insane. Still feel like it was a loss in a way because they were so close, so close to getting a huge win. And then they only lost 1-0 to Man United. Man United yeah. were actually clinging on at the end, weren't they? Like genuinely yeah. behind the ball, trying to like just, which is, if you'd said 10 years ago in the conference, you're going to be playing at Old Trafford and Man United are going to be holding on to get a 1-0 against you. You, you, you would said that person is insane. Yes. Yeah, oh yeah, 100%. It's a ridiculous fairy tale. Um, you had the Liverpool one. Uh, no. Oh, yes. Liverpool, yes. Man United, no. Yeah. Liverpool, the atmosphere was electric. Um, 
my son couldn't calm down. Um, bit bit gut, bit gutted at the end. Um, Man Man United. Um, unfortunately, I was a kid's um, soft play. Um, well, that was yeah, but. I love Manchester because I lived there, but it is wet. It is very wet. It's there. very well. You say that's wet here now as well. Yeah, it? true. True. Um, trying to think, of, who have they got this week? No, it's international. It's international, it's international break, break, and then yeah. and then there's Crystal Palace. But I'll be mid-flight. Some anyone listening to this, we hope to record a episode while I'm at AWS reInvent. In, where is it? It's in Las Vegas. So we could technically say Luton and Geeks go Vegas. Yeah, Luton and Geeks do Vegas. Uh, maybe maybe we'll put an image of, you know, the Vegas side in there or, or something. That's like. that a roulette wheel. A roulette wheel. I'm sure Just we can do we can, we can, That's not a problem. Yeah. Be fun. But yeah, right. check, yeah. I'm looking forward to getting some guests on and we're not us just bound, bound, uh, can't even speak, us just banging on about random stuff in these cuts. Yeah, I mean, well, we've got, and we have got some really good ones. Quite, again, like the first series, I'm quite pleased with what we've got lined up because we've got diverse, like different industries, different backgrounds, of course, but all relate sort of to our sort of like previous topics of digital, agile, tech and stuff. So, yeah, I'm excited. Just, um, Got to get it all tied up before Christmas. Yeah. Lots to do. Lots to do. Right. We'll get there. All right, mate. We'll take care.